welcome back everybody to another Brews Roundtable podcast. Oh, best sound in the world. <laughs> I already cracked yeah. mine. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll do mine too. Here. I don't know. If, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> 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 all right, guys, I'll start off by saying that y'all need to get off of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on, and go to YouTube, go to Bruise the Review YouTube, and watch this unfold in video form. It'll be a lot more enjoyable or disturbing, depending on how you look at it. Depends on who your <laughs> guest is. <and> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, welcome back, everybody. Today, if you couldn't tell already by their beautiful voices, we got Sam Clapp himself and hey! uh, Cor- Corey Reynolds we kind of did a podcast a while ago but I lost the, the audio and people probably didn't want to hear that anyway it's probably for the best <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're back we're we don't really have a theme we're just kind of we got a couple topics that we just talked about and we're gonna go from there but first as always Let's talk about what everybody's drinking. Uh, Sam, start us off. Well, I got Lord Hobo Hop Evolution, which is a limited time deal, actually. Uh, This is kind of a a new one. It's a double IPA. It's an eight pointer. Um, And it's actually it's pretty juicy, to be honest. But it's uh, it's it's actually it doesn't even taste like a double. But I mean, you can't drink too much of these. Otherwise, you're going to end up like Hitler's dog and trying to sniff your way through Germany. Like, where am I? <laughs> what does that, that mean? What does that We're mean? We're like three minutes in. And... <laughs> how many How many have you had, Sam? I, you, just see, you just saw me cracking. Oh, like, my <laughs> gosh. All right. All right. <laughs> Listen, okay. this is a bad cast, okay? We want to just start over now. Got Chairman and Chief Corey Rhino Reynolds and Cardinal Cal Foley, all right? Let's get this show on the road. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. I'd like to point out that Corey does not do my show because he's a loser. <laughs> oh, man. That, you know, you know, that's between you two. I, I, don't, I don't get involved in... You better believe it. Oh boy! All right, Corey, what do you, what do you got? I have a what is this? It's just a New England IPA from uh, Progression Brewing Company out of Northampton, and it is—I don't know—I don't know anything about it. It's as it taste. It's delicious. I already cracked it and I drank half of it already. <laughs> I can't wait. It's—I don't. I'm terrible at describing beer, but it's good <laughs> like a paper tiger okay. it, it does the job like what is it's, it what what are you tasting like some citrus like other things besides hop character uh, yeah. yeah it's just different it's very different what it, it describes it as a hazy with tastes of pinot gris red currant raspberries and tropical fruit and i'd say i'm tasting all of that it <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a trick-or-treat nonsense beer Oh boy. No, it's good. Now, okay. now that I really think about it, I can taste some of those things. 
I just drink things and like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Really I mean, describing what I'm tasting. That's how you have to do it, really. You, I mean, there's so it's many not, flavors. It's not like a typical New England flavor, you know? It's, yeah. It's I mean, you, you know what you like and that's what almost, counts. It has like a dryness to it. I don't know. Okay. It, it doesn't have like that super soft, like soft mouthfeel that you'd expect from a New England. It's gotcha. different, but it's super good. Okay. I'm going to have to get another one. Quite My soon. can has a bunch of math problems on it. That is the wrong can for Sam. Uh, I was gonna say. That, do they think that people are like doing math while they're trying to figure out? They if probably they, shouldn't sell not. that in New Hampshire. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They're not from New Hampshire. <laughs> it says bursting with bright. What the heck is it? Citrus and juicy tropical fruit. Flavor. Citrus is a difficult word. From the perfect balance Citrus. of citra. Huh. Citra is a hop. No, I realize that. It, it's just, it's in cursive, so it's kind of hard to read. Gotcha. Okay. But you, you, you're liking that one, Sam? Oh, it's very tasty. I actually, honestly, I feel like it could be dangerous because you could really take it down. Yeah, you're you're a big hobo fan, right? Or Lord hobo. I love hobo. Yeah, the only one I didn't like was this. I actually recently just tried one of their dark beers. Oh, okay. One of one of their dark IPAs. It was, it was. Oh cool. yeah, was the, the, the black, black IPA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The black you, IPA. Yeah, you yeah, brought yeah, that yeah. over to my house a couple months ago, didn't you? It wasn't good. It didn't I, taste good. I, I feel like I drank it and I don't remember anything about it though. It's just you know what it is. It's it wasn't like, my style, those, so. A lot of those like black IPAs, they they have sort of a coffee-esque sort of aftertaste. And I'm not a fan of that. It's like if anything no. like citrus, I'm interested in. But like mm. that, it's like, okay, I can do without that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not it, into like big heavy like dessert beers. Stuff like yeah, that. those no, are like, you're gonna drink coffee, drink coffee. Don't drink beer and then mix it with coffee. Yeah, if, <laughs> it's it just defeats the purpose. It's like if you want to have a drink and then go to bed, go to bed. Don't have it. Don't have it's not a nightcap if you want to light yourself on fire after it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. Do you just not like like dessert beers in general? Or you or not dessert beer, like dark beers? No, it, it I, I like them, but I think they serve its purpose when it comes to like you know, if you're gonna do a citrus, have it be full citrus. Don't try to combine all this other stuff with it. And if you do, make it subtle. Don't make it so yeah. overpowering that it's 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 gonna taste completely different by the end of the time. You're yeah, you're, but if everybody does that, then everybody's beer will taste the same. That's I mean that's you true. Do something different. There's a there's a but there's a good mix. The the craft beer community is in a weird place now because yeah. you've got five million breweries doing the same new england ipas and everybody thinks one is better than the other right. but then you have those people that are doing the ridiculous flavors right. and some people like them and some people hate them like there's a company decadent ales I'll, i have one of their cans actually right now and they do only dessert beers some of them some of them are fantastic like this is a double blueberry pancake ipa and it tastes like liquid blueberry pancakes which does i don't know if that sounds appealing but it's it, not it's, really <laughs> it's it is fantastic am i sucking air through a straw at the hospital <laughs> <laughs> it it is fantastic it, it's a, you know you're it, on your last leg mr clap but here's a little uh, something for you <laughs> oh man oh it is it is fantastic though i i but some of the stuff it 
is no good. But yeah. some I of their mean, beers were were really good. But I'm right not now, say it's a bad thing. If you like it, that's great, you know. But it's just not yeah. my style. I'm not gonna say they shouldn't be right. doing, shouldn't be experimenting and trying those types of things because somebody does it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's like you know, in the comedian world, there are certain people that like Seinfeld, for example. There are certain people that like his type of dry humor, and there are certain people that are like, I don't care if I'm putting my keys in my shoes at the beach. It doesn't it doesn't appeal to me. But it's like some people love that kind of humor. Was so that a quote? Because I, I, that didn't make any sense. I don't know. No, it, it's one of his jokes. Is it one of his jokes? All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wasn't I sure don't, if that was the same thing. I don't mind Jerry Seinfeld. I just don't know a lot of his. Yeah. I like the stuff. show. Like yeah, 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 yeah. The show has a lot of good moments for sure. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I'm drinking uh, Chatham Brewing. I reviewed them their cans recently. It's the Red Lager. It's just a really good crisp lager. There's not much to say. It, I mean, it's it's fresh. Mm-hmm. It's got a Are nice they, like uh, from New York, Cal. Is that the one? Yeah, they're they're about like 30 minutes from me. Maybe a little under. They're in they're in the middle of nowhere. I did I did the YouTube video on them recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. but um, they're not bad. They're like, I'd say their IPAs were okay, but their their lager and their pilsner was was fantastic. But um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so we're drinking our beers here. I almost like I don't know I why. Finish my. <laughs> I'm in like I'm in like because last episode that I released was Lost in Transit and I'm like ready to play a song but I'm like it's not that kind of it's not that kind of podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you uh, what are you guys listening to right now? Like, what what's your what's like, your go to? Oh, as far as music, <laughs> I can start if you want. Yeah, go ahead. You know what? How yeah, about, go play man. Tell tell me what your favorite release was from this past year. Like, if if a, a band came out with an album. Well, that in 2020, because I mean, I've got I'm, one. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, you know, hip hop, as you know. But I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I also love my punk and everything. But, um, and I don't know when this one came out. It, it came out, it came out in 2020. Like my favorite EP right now, actually, is the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. They just came out with, really? they just came out with the Emergency EP, and it's every single song is a banger. It's so good. Like it's actually it takes me back to, you know, some of their old school stuff. And it, it, it's, it's every single song is just. Yeah. Cause I really liked their, I really liked their first album. And I was really into like my punk pop kind of stuff back then, but I haven't listened to them since then. Oh, for sure. I didn't even know there were a thing to be honest still. I listened. I didn't either. And that's what, I, that's why I looked them up. I was like, oh, let me check it out and see. Cause I heard them on the radio mm-hmm. and I was like, well, let me see if there's still a thing. And turns out they just dropped one well, this past year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little too old for them. Like they were, <laughs> <laughs> like they were co- getting popular when I was like my twenties, early twenties, something yeah. like that, maybe late teens, but. It wasn't my thing at the time, anyways. But yeah, I'm too old. <laughs> Honestly, man, name for his his playlist is our Lord and Savior Slayer. <laughs> Honestly, man, my my favorite release was probably um, Deftones. Like I've always been a yeah. big fan of them. That was a good album. Um, yeah, the the new one really, really was good. 
and they just released they just released um the 20th anniversary of white pony so that oh, really it's that been was, 20 years yeah yeah they're an old band man they're, yeah they've been around well, their first album was like 94 or something right yeah yeah even earlier than that maybe I, let me see here adrenaline that was their first album oh 95 95 ah, that's close yeah yeah honestly man this is like very controversial as far as like deft deftone fans go but i don't like my favorite album of them started um what's the one with the owl on it in 2010 oh i don't know can't remember that. Diamond Diamond Eyes. That's that's your favorite album by them? That's not my favorite, but I feel like everything past that is when I started to really like them. Like those are the albums that I kind of fell in love with them with. Yeah. But like their old, earlier albums, I'll listen to them and I enjoy them. But Diamond Eyes forward is when I really that's, like that is interesting. Like my favorite album by them would be Around the Fur. That one's perfection as yeah. far as Deftones go. But um Getting back to their, their new album, I was really surprised by it. I wasn't expecting much from it because I didn't right. really like the previous like two albums that much. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But the, the new one kind of touched on their older sound. Not that they've really changed their sound in the last 20 years. They have their sound and it's like who they are. Yeah. But it kind of like, it was, it was them. Right. I yeah. know other people that didn't like it, but I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was good for sure. It's interesting to see how like, bands grow and you know the generations yeah. that keep up with the bands go like mm. you know weezer pinkerton was probably it, in hindsight it was one of their not so great albums but then you know as years and years went on their fan base started to grow and, right. and now and now it's like they'll play pinkerton all the way through yeah you know before covid obviously but it was just like it's interesting to see how Certain people view it as trash, but then the newer generations are like, oh my word, this is so interesting. Well, it's, it depends on when you come into a band. Like if you, like yeah. what Cal was saying with the Deftones, he, he started with that album and likes them from there on. But like an older fan that started with their first album yeah. isn't going to really like their newer stuff. It's where you came into it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, but, like, it's like the Blink-182 fans. Right. When, it's like once Tom DeLonge left, Look, look, I don't want to hear it. Let me say what I need to say, and then you can criticize me, because I know that look. I know it's coming. I like their new stuff. I feel like the new guy didn't slow him down at all. The new guy. You know who the new guy is, Kel? Yes. Any idea? I forget his name, but I know he was... Thank you. What what band did he play in? I never listened... Yeah, I never, I never listened to Alkaline Trio. See, I was an Alkaline Trio fan before. Corey is an Alkaline Trio head. So, uh, like, I was really excited to see Matt come into it, but I didn't really care for them, care okay. for what they did. Because yep. I yeah. like Matt on his own in the Alkaline Trio versus what he did. In gotcha. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm alone on this one. I don't. I've never been a, a diehard Blink 182 fan, but I like. <laughs> Let me tell you. From from a, from a distance, like I I respect Tom DeLonge because he's just a really awesome guy. Me too. I respect him. But I met him. I don't know if you're. Yeah, right. I, I I and honestly, man, I respect his decision to do his own thing for sure. But um, I I don't know. I liked the new Blink stuff. That's yeah. just me. It's there. There were there are certain songs like I get what they were trying to do. Right. You know, they honestly they, they went back and forth. And Corey and I have talked about this for years. Is that they they had gone back and forth about whether they were going to continue as Blink or start with a new project name, right. you know? But 
there are some I, they wanted to continue the legacy and what that means is this they wanted to continue the sense of like where their roots were from and you yeah. see certain elements of that in their newer songs is that they go back to like you know what what the kids wanted to hear the you problem know? i yes. had with that yeah. is that these dudes are in their 40s and they're yeah. still trying to play yeah. like they're 19 and it just doesn't work for me yeah i, I, mean, I, I and I get that side of it too. It's like, cause I feel like that's what Tom DeLonge kind of felt like right. is he was kind of like, he grew up. Yeah. He wanted, he wanted to progress. Right. Yeah, exactly. He wanted to progress. He wanted more out of his career right. and to uh, develop and find new sounds. But I feel like, um, which he did Mark and yeah. um, he did, he did good stuff. Yeah. Mark Travis. and Travis. Yeah. Thank you. Wanted to, I think especially Mark wanted to just like keep the blink sound and just keep it going and be kids forever. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's, I can't totally blame him for that because it's like, that's when you're in a band, you know, and that's all you think about, you don't want to grow up. You want yeah. to, to have fun and, and, and keep things. Right. I, I'm guilty of it a hundred percent. I never wanted to, I never wanted to grow up. I always wanted to be in a band and, I still do. But at some point for dudes in their 40s, it just, it becomes sad. Yeah, 40s yeah. is like, I mean, yeah. it's like come on, all right. pushing it. And now it's like, but hey, you know, if the people come and listen, you just can't, you can't blame but them. I mean, for, if you came right. to their show, you expect them to play like a song from their True. first couple albums. Right. But then, you know, if they played something from their new albums, it keeps everybody happy. And it's right. like, okay, you see the whole progression of what they've done. It's got to yeah. play to everybody and every kind of audience. So. Yeah. I, but I, I also feel like that if Mark, like the rest of the band were willing to grow more with, with Tom DeLong and like explore new sounds, like, and they, and they did a little bit. Cause you, you notice yeah. how he, he explored new riffs and more complicated uh, like guitar, like they did the more mellow guitar riffs towards the end of that too. Yeah. And it just wasn't like, three chord progressions you know he started right. to play some like little ditties on the guitar and like different riffs but yeah. at a certain point they were like all right we still want to be blink but right. tom was like all right yeah i don't well, want to just be blink anymore <laughs> right exactly and like and honestly you know they he is going to return eventually like i have there's no doubt in my mind but if you look at, yeah. the, at the end of like kind of that little part in his career Every people forget the dogs eating dogs EP is that they in that sound they were really trying to explore new roots and stuff like that and, yeah. and it was honestly one of the cooler sounding EPs that come out and that that's actually a good topic to talk about. Do you guys think that you know when we came out with our EP that that was kind of us branching out as far as is like a, it's kind of like a test subject you know and really when you come out with an EP, sometimes that's better than coming out with, you know, 12 or 13 songs. An EP is so digestible like that. I've always appreciated that about something like that. Like the one that I was just talking about, the, the red jumpsuit apparatus one, yeah. that is fire. Like, and I'll continue to listen to it. And it's just solely based on the fact that it's not too much content. Yeah. If that well, makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but it also want, leaves you wanting more. So 
yeah. expecting their next like if yeah. they release an ep before an album then it's like oh wow that was just a little taste and i want more now yeah it's like um yeah. for instance the contortionist my favorite band um you should look look them up if you haven't <laughs> um they released an ep i don't know if it was last year or the year before but it was like four songs and one of them was a cover of a smashing pumpkin song 1977 and i was just like yeah it was 79 79 it was a fantastic cover it was uh, it was great but like i was just mad that it was four songs and a cover yeah. <laughs> but like not mad like at the band like just mad that i wanted more <laughs> yeah and i feel like it's it's definitely a, a good strategic move if a band is going to do that and then release an album yeah but it's sometimes when the band is just struggling to put out content and they just push out an ep because yeah. it's quicker than an album yeah. but they have no intention of finishing the album anytime soon that i feel like it start they start to get in trouble yeah yeah and then the fans get upset and they're just like well we yeah. know it's like, gonna happen it just becomes irregularities i don't know i feel like yeah. fans really don't do eps that much anymore that's kind of I a know. rare thing it's just nobody just yeah like, it's 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 more of like i feel like eps are more of like um when a band is starting out and they're not yeah. ready to put out a full album, but right. like if, if, if they're starting to tour and stuff, but they want to put out something for people to listen to right. so they can actually build a fan base. That's, yeah. that's when they put out an EP and then they you have four or five albums already out. Like, yeah. And then you put out an EP. It doesn't make sense, but yeah. Unless they're kind of exploring something and kind of yeah. testing the waters. I've seen bands do that too. And I'm sure that's what, what red jumpsuit is probably doing is because yeah. they're they i feel like they've been off the the market for a while and right. they're probably yeah. trying to jump back in and and get I mean, some attention yeah, it's I a good way to test the in years <laughs> come back you know a good way to test out your your fan base to see if you still have that you know juice if if right. it's still if it's still something that people want to hear then the loyal ones will come back and, and check it out always interesting yeah. seeing a band like that now it's like if you that came out when you were a teenager and you went and saw it and it was just like a crowd full of teenagers and now you go see it and it's like a crowd full of 30 something year olds it's the I'm, same people who are just older <laughs> that's yeah. what happens when i go to shows with Corey. they're like get this old guy out of here <laughs> yeah, that's what happens i'm in a chair <laughs> seat him in the balcony okay yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to get his dad all over our little mosh pit. Oh, all right. Man. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, the topic that I started, I'm going to throw out my favorite album. We are yeah. way oh, off yeah. on a tangent there. No, it's uh, good. It's all good. What's going on with my video? Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's a band called I Am Abomination. Oh, those guys are awesome. You heard of them? Good. I'm very surprised. Yeah, come on. <laughs> right. So, because they are. This is, you know, what Google says they are because they are technical progressive metal slash post hardcore band and their album Passion of the Heist 2 is fantastic. It's all about aliens. It's super weird. <laughs> How do, is that all one word? I am what? an abomination. I am abomination. Oh, I am abomination. Yes. There you go. Yep. I am Obama nation. <laughs> Obama nation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyways, that album came out last year. It's fantastic. Yeah. Listen to it. If you yeah. don't like progressive, crazy technical metal, maybe not, but it's not, they don't do a whole lot of like screaming or anything. Why so am I having so much trouble with this? I don't know. 
All right. I'll, you know what? I'll text it to you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do but, that uh, for sure. Check it out. That was a fantastic. Kyle, how was your, um, how was your merchandise coming out? My merchandise? Um, I don't want to sp- spill too much, but I am working on some stuff. Well, bro, I haven't even I haven't released it. This is this is going to the public. Get, you, think get, that, you, think, you, know, you think that everybody and their, their sisters lining up? Like, ooh. Well, I mean, no, but I still don't like I still don't want to say too much. I'm still right, working on it. Like be, because of the fact that like I, I could say something on here and then completely change my mind and do something else. And then people will be like, well, what the heck? Yeah, true. Not that I'm like that multiple times. Yeah, I'll complain. No, no kidding. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get a fresh beer. Hold on, I'll be right. Yeah, back. you guys continue. Good. Let's talk about Corey while he's gone. <laughs> Fat, smelly, mean. Actually, old. you know what? Let's. Uh, I'm gonna grab a fresh beer. Looks like Sam's almost out. So I'm gonna be talking to the audience while you're gone. We're gonna. No, no, no. We're gonna take a short break. We're taking what? No, I wanna talk. We'll be back. No, you. You are not talking. Okay, we'll be right back, right. guys. We were talking about. All right trajectory yeah, no we're not we're back guys <laughs> we've, all, we've all got something fresh well i don't know if, oh sam does too oh and he's got razor, baby. I, cr- I cracked this off camera while we were paused too, <laughs> i did twice. i cracked one i cracked it too honestly this is how camera. you pour it now that it's on video by the way oh boy more, more vigorously. Go. now pour more vigorously go. dump it in now make it a head there you go. make there give you it go. that head that's bro. what there. there it is you want that's a little too much, but you know what? Yeah, a little too much head, but you know, that's what she said. I was gonna say said no one ever. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't me that made that comment. Oh man. Oh yeah, you're gonna hear about that one later. You know what? Hey. You're... No, no, he won't. I've met his wife. She's great. She's better than you ever will be. <laughs> Most people are. No, no, no. She's look if. If anything, she's more of a Michael Scott fan than I am. So, honestly, on a serious side, for just a second, Cal, yeah, your wife is one of the nicest people and positive people that I've ever met. And congratulations you, to you, she's great. Thank you, really. Yeah, I, I lucked out on that one, man. For one sure, one of the people, one of the marriages that I actually support. <laughs> Can we not talk about your opinion on marriage, please? Oh, God. Yeah. Wait, save that. This doesn't stop. <laughs> no, but... It, see, what do I care? I got my own podcast. There you go. There you go. Yeah, talk about it. I, no, I, I, I do appreciate the, that, though, man. Great. Yeah, great. I agree. Not better than me, but she's great. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, um, so I'm drinking... Um, this is a, it's called the beer diviner. It's a really local spot near my house. It's pretty much just an old guy that brews beer in this is little time. Palm reader. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You said he's a diviner. He, di- he divines, <laughs> he divines beer. He, he magically makes it appear. <laughs> like no, a no, no. paper tiger. It, it's like, um, unless you're driving by the road that he, his shop is on. Uh, which is it's on a main road so if if it, a lot of people drive by it but he has no social media he has a website but it's like stupid terrible nobody ever goes on it but it's it's pretty good beer i mean it's it's literally 10 minutes away from my house it's just a, it's just an old guy that brews beer i think he has like a, a young kid helping him with like the tap room when back when that was a thing 
but he just started doing cans like he never did cans but yeah um, the pandemic forced him to do that yeah yeah pretty much i honestly thought he was going to go out of business because he's so old school he like doesn't want to do any social media doesn't want to do anything like that but his his beer is great like uh i'm having his stagecoach porter is what it's called and it's aged in wine barrels it's like it's 8.2 percent so it's not it's like decent abv um and it's it's really like chocolatey and smooth it's got some like slight wine like dark wine characteristics mm. but it's not like overpowering it's 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 interesting it's different like a it's dirty cool. cupcake sure <laughs> are you guys you know drink, are you guys drinking the same thing just another yeah i'm drinking the same thing the another enigma from progression so. i actually switched over i you know i like trying different ones but uh and, and that Lord Hobo was actually a new one that I tried, but I actually got uh, an older, old school one that Corey showed me years and years ago. That's my favorite beer. Hair Razor is his favorite. It's it's a phenomenal beer. It tastes so good. That was a good beer for sure. It yeah, was. Corey Corey introduced me to that one as well. Yeah, it's very good. Fantastic. Yeah. We used to drink those when we go to shows too. That's mm. the other thing I miss about going to shows. And I was talking to um, a guy today. There's a local brewing company in Keene that just it really just started popping off and I'm actually going to give them a shout out because they are going to come on the show I think and do a podcast they definitely man shout them out um, hang on I got to switch over to the why are you laughing channel um, modest man brewing I was there for their soft opening um, and I, w- I was in my local watering hole today just having lunch or whatever and one of the reps the general manager actually came in to there today and we were just shooting the breeze, you know, chopping it up. <clears throat> and I started talking to him and I was telling him that Founders Beer has actually scheduled a tasting with my show and we're going to do a live tasting on that. I what does, that, what that, does that mean, a live tasting? Well, he's going to drop some uh, product off at the place that I go to that's right next to my house, Maincrest. Okay. He's going to drop some beers off for me and then we're going to Zoom and, and taste them. Who, my- who, like a representative of founders? Or- yeah, yeah, like he's You're friends kidding. with the owners and stuff like that. No, it, yes. phenomenal guy, wicked nice. And it, it's, that's, I'm actually that's excited. Cool. Yeah, founders is like one of the OGs of the craft. I mean, everybody knows founders. Like, For sure. Yeah. So we were just, crazy. you know, bebopping back and forth, you know, and uh, we were talking about how, you know, local music, we miss going to shows because just to try a different different types of beers and see which venues had different types of IPAs and, and so forth. That's, I think that's one of the things that we miss the most. Yeah. Yeah. Such a big deal. Definitely, you know? man. You know, it, what stinks is I kind of, I, I missed most of that because I, you know, I, I turned 21 in, in March of, no, 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 2019. So that, you know, I, I was only drinking for about a year before this, mm-hmm. you know, before shows weren't a thing anymore. So, I mean, I, I got a little bit of experience of... Corey was drinking when Clinton was in the administration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here you know what I'm <laughs> Not true, but not too far off. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. But, um, yeah. Clinton was in, in administration when Sam was born. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was, it was it. I find that thing interesting, though, Cal, about what you were saying about that guy that doesn't use social media. And I was going to ask you guys that same question. Yeah. And but before before I ask the question, I'll make this statement. I I wish 
that I had that type of vision of where like social media, cause you know, Corey and I come from the days when you didn't have any social media. There wasn't anything like that until I mean, I, I, mean, later, I do too, but later on, <laughs> later not... on it, came, it came after that. I'm just saying like, it, it just wasn't used, you know, it wasn't yeah. like it is now. Right. Yeah. It's different. I wish I had that right. mindset to where, you know, I don't think about, having that sort of conglomerate where I'm only focused on one thing to do a hundred percent. Well, you know, the thing is, man, is it's, it's kind of like, it would be nice, but at the same time, it's just not how the world works now. Right, and if, exactly. if, if you want to promote your business, promote, promote your brand, you need to. Right. And that's what I was yeah. going to ask you. Is that like, do you, do you guys think, you know, because both of you, you know, Corey with ZRC and obviously you with Bruise and now Fody Films. How important is that to what you guys are doing? Because Corey and I have often talked about utilizing Facebook, utilizing hashtags, you know, Everything. utilizing the videos. It's just, it's such a huge content builder now. Yeah. You know, do you guys think that it's just going to keep growing and growing or do you think it's going absolutely. to be Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's everything. If you're not yeah. doing social media, you're, you're going to fail at some point. Yeah. yeah. Every, let me, let me drop some knowledge on you real quick though, Sam, because the Instagram al algorithm changed and there's Again? like a bunch of, <laughs> there's a bunch of um, videos on that and I'm sure it will continue to change, mm -hmm. but reels, Instagram reels, whether you hate them or you love them, it's the way to grow your page. They, they absolutely crush views, like every minimum of 400 views on all my reels. Maybe, really? maybe not this last one, but especially like Emberlynn does like book stuff with her Instagram and she's getting like a thousand views, 2000 views, mm -hmm. like ridiculous amount uh, on reels, like in hashtags, like you should definitely still do them, but they don't oh, even yeah. matter that yeah. much anymore. Yeah. They, they don't, don't like, no, not as, not as much as. You would think huh. well, when a company like that comes out with something new, they're going to push it like the reels. Yeah, you know, exactly. They're, they're going to push that harder than anything else to get that to catch. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Therefore, that's where the views are going to be at. So and then the and then the algorithm, it's weird. Like if you're posting photos. What's going on with your camera, dude? Like, I don't know. Dude. You're out of focus. <laughs> so there it goes again. Focus, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. You get, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if this is on video, you just get to see shots of me being handsome. Okay. Don't, don't worry about that. Is that why you're breaking your camera? Your camera's just like, I can't break it. I, yeah, it's, it can't oh. handle it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how I would break it. I'm so yeah. uncultured. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> now, that's oh, interesting man. that you but, say um, that, though, Cal, because I didn't realize that they, you know, the reels is, is kind of taking over sort of like a, a TikTok sort of thing. Well, TikTok is yeah. still really big. And I, I think that TikTok was still. It's big in China. <laughs> it, will still, it, it, will st <laughs> it will still compete. It'll still compete with Instagram 100%. But for sure, um, it's uh, reels are, are popping off on Instagram. And with the way the algorithm works, if you're posting pictures, you should always be posting multiple, like mm. the, as many as you can, because the way the algorithm works is the longer you're staring at a post without scrolling, they think your information is valuable. 
And so they will continue to spread that post more and more and more. Like the more, con- the more comments it has, the more shares it has, that's really how Instagram right. is working. So that's how you really need to promote. Like the more activity, the more, uh, like I, I guess activity right, that, yeah. you, that you have with your audience, the more you interact, interact is the word I was looking for. Yes. The more you interact with your audience, the better there is. So like in stories, always do like a poll, always do like the question thing. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. But and, I, you know, it's become such a drive through experience now. You know, it's just everybody wants something that's quick. Right. And ready to go. Right. Yeah. And that's honestly, man, that's why I'm trying to get rid of like the long videos on my Instagram. Like I, because YouTube, I feel like is the place that people go to watch videos. Instagram is kind of just like, like you said, it's quick, it's easy. They just want to fly through it. And And, and, that's it. You know, it's, it really stinks for, for somebody like me who, you know, I'm, I'm five years shy of 30 you can't take nothing away from me now. And I really don't care if it gets popular or not. I just, it, yeah. like Corey said last podcast, you know, with all of us, if it's your passion and you enjoy doing it, oh, yeah. it's something creative, you put it out there. For because sure. Because it's something that you love to do. Right. But at that same <laughs> token, you I, don't, want, I can't believe you remember that, but yeah, I don't I do, remember I do, what I said. I do remember you something do want like that. It, you do want it to grow if you want to grow an audience. Yeah, I mean, right. I think I also said something like to the effect of it doesn't matter if you like doing it, just do it for you. Right. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. But that'll show mm-hmm. through. If you're if you enjoy what you're doing, that'll It'll show grow. through and people will like that, that you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, yeah. you honestly, and especially in this game, I was telling the guy at the at the watering hole today, I said, look, it's not because he was talking about his business and how, you know, he doesn't know if it's going to keep momentum because of COVID. And, and really nobody does. But the point is, is like in this game, especially with the podcasting game, you have to outlast everybody else. That is how you're going to stay relevant. If you give yeah. up, then it all goes away. Yeah, yeah just grind just consistency and like you said always post the stuff that you want to do just post good content that you're enjoying and it's it's just going to grow naturally honestly that's that's my philosophy like you said consistency and just constantly putting out content even if it's bad just put out content yeah it'll (laughs) eventually get noticed like i i I cannot believe i don't know if you guys listen to the show frequently i mean i I know cal does but Mm -hmm. Corey obviously has i'm a terrible person he has no time for any friends right now (laughs) Ten hundred children. Anyway, eleven uh, hundred. The number of countries that are coming on to listen to the show, I have twenty-four countries right now. You know, yeah. and and that to me is is I'm satisfied with that. It doesn't matter to me like how many estimated listeners are doing this thing. I like doing it, and I like that other people appreciate what I'm doing. They don't even live here. They probably barely even speak the language, but. It must be that kind of interesting. These could be people using VPNs, but you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know how that works, but that could be it. But I know, I like, I know. I hate to bust your bubble, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I just go by is, what anchor tells me. That's it. It is. It is true. It is true though, because I have, um, I have a guy in, in Belgium that I 
that I talked to about beer that's on my Instagram, but he was like, all right, I'm going to go check out the podcast. And hmm. then sure enough, number of countries increased. And there's like, Oh, it's, it's Belgium. Well, I mean, at least you can confirm that one. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. That's <laughs> yeah. Hi Belgium. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, if you're still listening to this, I, I'm sorry, man, I forget your name, but Theodore Brown, I'm pretty sure he doesn't speak good English, but it is pretty good. It was pretty good, but uh, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> wherever you are belgium you just said it <laughs> no no he's yeah <laughs> now, uh, he's starting to lose it buddy <laughs> look look we're only we're only two beers in this is gonna get you know gonna get ugly real quick. i'm like this without alcohol trust me you can yeah, ask Cole, you can ask it, anyone yeah it's true it's true it's unfortunate yeah oh really <laughs> it's unfortunate oh man um so all right next question That's, that wasn't even even on our on our agenda but uh, oh was, yeah that was interesting um but i kind of wanted we're all big star wars fans here and i haven't really gotten a chance to talk about this on the podcast especially mr reynolds yeah i've um, watched the star wars since before both of you were born and this <laughs> this this might this might get controversial and moby dick was slash, a guppy <laughs> oh my gosh this this might get controversial this might get stupid camera heated God, this, <laughs> this might get heated but um let's talk about like I, I i originally said let's talk about how disney ruined star wars but i thanks to these guys i amended that statement because i really do think they're making a comeback they got rid of that ryan guy who directed the episode eight right. last oh jedi god that guy should um, be shot hung and then shot again oh my god <laughs> he doesn't deserve to die he just just should never direct a star wars movie <laughs> he ever should again. just never direct anything ever again <laughs> no never never oh I'm man and then kathleen kennedy is out as well so i thank goodness for that um, so they're, they're, they're making a comeback for sure. Mm. But let's talk about, let's talk Just about like Dunkaroos. What? what is with that? Okay. Hang on. What is with Dunkaroos coming back? Cause My... there's now, there's now a cereal as yes. a Dunkaroos cereal. Yes. Yeah. I don't get it. It's millennials. That <laughs> no, up with no, that it's not. It's yeah, not. It okay. Pause. <laughs> Let me just say one thing. Dunkaroos. My personal favorite snack of the nineties. 100%. It was my all-time favorite. We were barely we, alive in the And 90s. I finished. You interrupting. <laughs> you weren't even old enough to snack in the 90s. Me and my sister used to fight over who was going to get the last pack. I was running with my little chubby diabetes-infested legs to the fridge. Hey! <laughs> Serious, dude. We were getting fights. That cookie jar was steaming, Jack. I'll tell you what. Why did you keep why did you keep Dunkaroos in the cookie jar? Please, because they were cookies. With but they, they were in the individual packs. You had to you had to you had to cherish them. You had to treat them like they were your children. That's sense. like saying that's like saying you take Oreos out of the package and put them in a cookie jar. You take a butter knife and you scrape you off that. the frosting, you put it in a separate <laughs> container, and then you re-smear <laughs> it on when you're ready to go. No, they were my favorite snack of all time and they're back and it's so good just... have you ever like i don't know about your trick-or-treat keen walmart because <laughs> your walmart is absolute garbage 
but a yeah. real Walmart, you walk in the cereal aisle and there's all these ridiculous cereals now. There were Sour Patch cereal, the Dunkaroo cereal, there's Crayon cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Sam would have liked that one. He loved there's... crayons. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> There's um what else? Uh there's there's minions cereal. There's um uh, I can't even remember, man. There's minions cereal. Yeah, like, there's minions cereal. I avoid stores, so I don't I don't even know what they sell anymore. Corey yeah. Avoids, Corey avoids stores, people, uh anything to do with happiness. Um <laughs> where else? I don't think it depends what store you're in. Sometimes store does not equate to happiness. Like Walmart is the opposite of happiness. <laughs> I yeah. beg to differ. Stands <laughs> equates to happiness. <laughs> That's the one. That's yeah. What the heck is stands? Big shout out to Orange right there. there. <laughs> they're they're an awesome liquor store in town. Please. Oh, okay, gotcha, Please. gotcha. It has everything. That's that's where we went. They literally have everything. Well, that's like when we were yeah. when we first started the band, that we would go get pizza. Stands was right, mm-hmm. you know, close nearby. We would go to Village to go get chicken bacon ranch where I would lose my breath and start having a panic attack. And the guy behind the counter was like, are you okay? (laughs) Then when we'd swing into stands, they'd get beer and they'd buy me a little energy drink for the drumming session. He was 12. Yes. A long time ago. 12. (laughs) 12 plus four. Oh, man. That should be your band name. Your next band, Sam? 12 12 plus four. 12 plus four. I'm not. I'm not starting another band. I was just joking. I was just joking. Ugh, but I, maybe that can be your solo anyways, project. Anyway, let's get back to, <laughs> get back on topic here. Dunkaroos? Star Wars. No, we we're talking about Star Wars, and somehow you brought up Dunkaroos. I don't even know how that happened. Yeah. No, because I said Disney's making a comeback with Star Wars, and then oh, they right, kind of. Right. Sam was like, Dunkaroos are making a comeback, and blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> that was the best Sam impression I've ever heard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes, yeah, Star Wars is doing well. Yeah, but let's talk about when it wasn't. Like, let's talk oh. about the things that was wrong with the the last trilogy that came out. Mm. I'm gonna like, like Corey. I'm gonna like Corey. Yeah. Well, let's start at seven though, because okay. at first I thought, okay, here's a safe play. Here's a decent yeah, yeah. movie. But then it just got worse and worse. And once you but once you digest on like dive into the details it really just does not make any sense it doesn't work at all no i thought seven was great actually yeah, it was like i thought I, it was the best of the three it was the greatest yeah yeah out happened. of the three it was for sure absolutely i mean they, yeah they played it safe they basically followed the script of a new hope yeah and while making it slightly different or whatever but like George Lucas always said, it's like rhymes. you know, it's, it's supposed to have connections here everywhere. You know, mm-hmm, if you look at mm-hmm. the original trilogy and then the sequel trilogy, you see all the connections where it rhymes. And, and then you see that, how that's, you know, supposed to be so similar to what happened already. And it makes sense within the universe that he made, but it was like, it was a little too safe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. But I loved it- the movie. And like but, we went to the theater and I felt like a kid again watching that. It was great. true. Like at the time it was like, oh my God, like this is happening for real. Right. But then it's like you dive in to, it's almost like you didn't want to notice the flaws because it was new Star Wars and Star right. Wars was, it was so long. 
but they're they were like finally doing something with it and you thought disney here here's our lord and savior for the star wars universe here they come you know to actually make content at that point it was just like it was all over for fans they're like (gasps) yeah right something something was happening you know it's it's like it's like when your favorite snack comes back. You are pumped. You are pumped. Yeah, I was pumped. I, I, mean, I swear. There if was you... hair in the icing. I was still going to eat God. it. You think I'm not going to go buy Dunkaroos? Are you out of your tree? Go watch the movie. Of course. I'm going to go watch the Star Wars. Please. But, you got to be on three different kinds of uh, mescaline. <laughs> and your right. mother just put you up for adoption. All okay. Right, all There's all no right. reason. Come on. All right. All right. All right. Oh God! Pause, pause, (laughs) pause, and edit. (laughs) Oh man! No, no, no. but like that was our feeling at the time. But let's talk about the flaws, because then, then Mark Hamill pointed out five million things, and he tried to warn you about Last Jedi too. But we're not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But like his ideas, they should have just let Mark Hamill direct the movie because he was like. When when Han Solo was in trouble or trying to find Ben Solo, he was like, Leia should go off on her own and try to try to find Han and save him from Ben or try to save their son. And then Luke shows up and he saves the day. But and then that didn't happen. And then when the when the lightsaber was moving in the snow and in the fight between Kylo Ren and, and Ray, it's like. Luke should have been the one to pick up the lightsaber, not stinking Ray, who had never held a stupid lightsaber in her whole entire life. And uh. and you know what the sad thing is, you know, as a side point, you know, just just a little backstory. On that Dunkaroos went away in general. What? Is that where you're no. going to go with this? Because no, keep... <laughs> I, I was going to say is that you will never see those three on screen again. True. Yeah. No. True. Yeah. You know, yeah. That they, is sad. They defied a generation. They really. I mean, it was good enough that they had them at all. Right. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. But I was at happy the same time, it was just like I think it could have been structured to where, you know, eventually they would find each other, and you know. Yeah. I, 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 of course, I didn't write the story, and I don't know how I would. But I mean, if anything, Corey would know how to word it better than myself. But it's like. It's just, it was just a, a different, it was a different time. And it was a very family oriented thing. And you could tell that, you know, as much as The Last Jedi sucked, it was like you could tell that they still all really cared about each other, you know? And, and right. it was just, it, you, it was never going to happen again. I just, I just wish that they had listened to the people who were actually in Star Wars movies before like Mark Hamill and just ended it on a good note instead of Mark Hamill being like, all right, I'm never going to be a part of star Wars. Like I just, I hated what you did with it. Let me step away. They could have listened to George Lucas who already had these movies scripted out. Right. They they threw those away. The guy, you know, maybe that wrote everything might have a good idea or two here. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then, like, kind of drives me nuts a little bit. Like, (laughs) force sensitive stormtrooper, and then you think, okay, here's the Jedi. Here's the here's the Jedi that's gonna come out of the works. And then Ray picks. uh, I'm sorry, I just can't get they 
the lightsaber was supposed to be like something sacred that was like yeah. this beautiful weapon that took years and years of training to actually be able to yield and not kill yourself with it. Right. Well, and if then, you could, if you could imagine Sam picking up a lightsaber, how many limbs he would chop off? Yeah, exactly. In five seconds is like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a ridiculously dangerous thing, and it's like you can't just pick that up and just yeah know what you're doing with it. And then the other part of that no equation. disrespect to you, but I've been watching Star Wars since '99, Jack. Okay? okay, that that makes him a Jedi, apparently. No, but <laughs> I was around. Okay, a lot of these people, a lot of these like Gen Z, they have no idea what you and I are true, talking about. True, right true. Now. Let me let me touch on this though. I feel so bad for the kids that grow up and think that this is Star Wars, it, because yeah, I agree. Because like I have like Amberlynn and I have a, have a friend in our hall and she's just graduating high school. Right. And her first really? movie was episode eight. Like she was never into oh, Star Wars. Ew. Her first movie Sorry. was Last Jedi. And she watched, you know, she never she she, she doesn't like four, five and six now or anything uh -huh. because hey. she thinks this is what Star Wars is. See, yeah. it's like, Why? Yeah, say what you will about the prequels, but they were not anything compared to what yeah. trash is right now. Right. Yeah, you cannot so like, trash the prequels anymore because okay. at least they told the story correctly. So I grew up, right? I'm old. I only yeah. had the original trilogy, right? Right, yeah. I saw the prequel trilogy come in. I didn't like them. Right. It's because it was new, right? Whatever. Right. But like um, our friend James, he's... How old is James? He's like your age. He's pretty oh, much yeah. your age. So yeah, um, he was a kid when the prequels came out, and he has a really a, a soft spot for them because those were Star Wars for him. That's yeah. what came out yeah. when he was a kid. When you were a kid, I'm sure you have similar feelings. Like yeah, like you my didn't first... see the flaws. You saw Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you didn't exactly. see the the original trilogy before that. I don't know, but that's like. I saw the flaws because I was like, oh, I don't like this. It's new. It's not great. Now right. I'm back. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's not bad. But um, it's like I had those problems with it. But like I can see where this person you're, you're talking about comes into it at episode eight. And they're probably like fine with that and don't like the old stuff. And it's like all us old people are like, no, this is trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just don't understand it. They, they don't understand like – they look at the old movies and they think they're flawed because they're so right. so stinking different right. than seven, eight, and nine. And Cal right. and I have talked about this previously on my show. Is that yeah. you know they, they they just unfortunately they had to again they had to backtrack and sort of reiterate all this stuff that didn't get to be shown in episode eight which everybody right. had big expectations for and did Huge. not yeah 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 exactly it's, exactly it's, just, it's too bad it really is too bad because it's like i think you know and there again it's obviously one foot in the grave and another on a banana peel you should have sold it to favreau when you had the shot <laughs> honestly honestly Favreau is our lord and savior i mean please <laughs> honestly look at what he's honestly. done with this entire franchise He's, yeah. He saved it single-handedly. Well, not single-handedly. He had, uh, what's-his-face, what's, Baloney helping him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those two together, like, I yeah. mean, like, the whole group of directors that did Mandalorian yeah. are yeah. all, they're all, all fantastic. People, they yeah. all care enough, you know? Let me ask you yeah. this, Corey. 
you know, you obviously you've been around since the Return of the Jedi days. That is not true. <laughs> How I'm was, not that old. Well, you know, the Johnson administration wants to hire you back. Oh boy. But you know, there again, you grew up with the movies before the prequels. Right. How do you feel about the connection between, you know, obviously Mandalorian takes place after the events. Right. It's like three to five years or something. I can't remember. Correct. After Return of the Jedi. It's you know, three you, years. You were around. So it's like as comparison to those years to what has happened now, you know, the, the accuracy it feels like it never line. stopped, you know? Right. It feels that's it what feels I think. Fluid, you know? Like yes. it, it's they have the same like textures and grit and feel to the old movies and like as it, it just, should. As right, exactly. Should. And like when you watch it, they are so detail focused, and I love that. Yeah, like the smallest, 100%. stupidest little detail, and it, it keeps you immersed into that world and the time period. Yeah. Like obviously Return of the Jedi or all of them, like they had 80s tech, you know, like what was right. thought as futuristic tech at the time. And they've gone back and like mimicked all of that to make it right. look the same because, you know, then the next movies are 30 something years after that. So everything's yeah. kind of more, you know, modern. You just worked but with what you had. They, they, I yeah. just love the details and they, they kept everything so similar and so accurate. You know what I really like? I feel like Close. what it really attributed to them being like that too is there i don't know if you've seen any behind the scenes at all but like the the fact that they didn't use green screens i mean and some scenarios they had to i think but it was all all led panels it was all this they actually immersed the character in the world for each scene i feel like that really helped with exploring the detail and obviously like Green screen and, and CGI has come so far, but I feel like that oh, that yeah. was really awesome. And in small details, like we know, like in Yo- in um, the prequels, Yoda was CGI, but the fact that they bring in Grogu, the same not species, the no, not in the not yeah, but like not the- in 1999, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but like I am a puppet. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean they they used a puppet for Grogu, which is great. But he looks so good. Like, I mean, I'm sure they touched him up with CGI. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had yeah. to, but yeah. the fact that he's still a puppet and he's still you know tangible mm-hmm. just kind of brings mm-hmm. an element of realism. But yeah, you look at Yoda you know in the prequels just, and it was just like, ugh. Just I think yeah. Although I gross. like, I like, I don't understand. Here's my one criticism for just like the whole like the George Lucas part of, of Star Wars when he had control is there is like, I feel like character missing development because he just didn't, yeah. I feel like he didn't know which direction he wanted to go after when he made the prequels compared to four, five and six. Yeah. Because like Yoda is this crazy old man and I kind of get it to a certain extent because he's been locked away on Dagobah for who knows how long. But at the same time, 19 years, no, yeah, 20, 23. At the same time, do you really think you would be that crazy compared to this wise old man? But then all of a sudden he changes. He changes from this crazy, crazy whatever to like this really wise dying thing. And I mean, I think, I mean, to be honest, to be honest, I think that was kind of the whole point. 
You know, yeah, I think he was just having fun with Luke, just messing with him. There's a certain yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. There's a certain amount of training. There's a certain amount of comfortability. You know, it's like you when you're trying to figure somebody out, and you know, especially if you're meeting them for the first time, you know, you and and I'm guilty of this too. Is like you have to have a certain element of humor and and like yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. Not trying to yeah. make them feel like they're the outsider you're trying to be happy and positive and that's exactly what he did in episode five and then if you want now once they go to uh episode eight which you know i don't like to talk about it because i hate the film but the one good scene in the movie was when he actually showed up oh yeah that's true that's true bring back some of that sort of juice from episode five when you really think about it he was messing with Luke because you yeah. know he recognized him. You know he knew exactly yeah. who Luke was when he showed up. He's like, "Oh wait, I don't want anything to do with this dude." Doesn't right. like, yeah. let's scare him away. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Then when he was obligated to train him, he took on that more serious note. Right. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. He knew it was coming for yeah. sure. He knew it was coming at when some point. When you really, really like dig into the older movies, the details were really well looked after as well. In that that sense. Like, yeah yeah you you kind of see it as oh it's just funny he's just being ridiculous but like no he's there was a reason behind all of that mm-hmm. yeah there's a certain what? amount of training that goes into yeah you know it, it just it made him think right yeah which is true. what yeah. you want right now, if you're a jedi you know you want to be made to think and try to figure out your power i just that's the whole thing not like I mean, this is the whole point. It's the trash, trash, especially episode eight. <laughs> is that what um, you're doing? Um, but like th- this, this is another thing too, is like, and this is something that Mark Hamill really had a, a problem with, um, is the, the fact that the, one of the first things that Mark or Luke Skywalker says is the Jedi order must die. And it's just like, it's such a weird, and then he completely flips the script and does the complete opposite. And then he's like, oh, he tells Ray, he's like, oh, what are you going to do? Go up against the First Order? And what does he do? He goes up against the First right. Order. <laughs> yeah. When you really think about it, it's not something Luke would have ever, ever yeah. done. Yeah. And know? who, like, what? Something so bad must have happened to him that he turns into a hermit right. that locks himself away on an island never, ever, ever. Right wanting to return like that's not what that's not what jedis do like there might be a moment to work around that now because it's like especially if you think about it you know if they really are going to do the luke series if they're going to continue the mandalorian series and now that episode eight has messed that whole thing up they're going to have to delve into that and sort of rework that whole storyline not necessarily because if they're going between mandalorian they no, have to but, show why Luke is so triggered at himself. But dude, that takes forever though. That this is like way into the future. We're taught like if you're going from the Mandalorian, that's when he was like, "All right, Republic One, let's train a bunch of Jedi's." This is a, a bit of fan theory too. They haven't really touched on this so much, at least not yet. And but I mean, the, I guess they did. Because in episode eight, before he turns into, dead. before he turns into a hermit, he's training a bunch of Padawans to become Jedi's. 
So I, I mean, like there's, there's plenty of in between, in between time before he, they, the Ryan Johnson decides that he needs to be a hermit and lock himself away forever. And, and when the Republic first wins the, wins the war and they tried to rebuild. I mean, that's going to be an interesting theory is like, like, you know, and I, I want to ask Corey that question too, because it's like, if say that, so you know that Ahsoka is alive. Okay. For the sake of argument, she's alive. And now in the Mandalorian, is it possible that some of these Padawans that were under Luke's tutelage are still alive as well? Didn't he say he slaughtered them all though? He slaughtered most of them and took some with him to become uh, the Knights of Ren. So, or something like that. But like Ahsoka kind of renounced her title as a Jedi. She's not yeah. following the Jedi Order anymore. Correct. She doesn't. That's do why. That. That's why her lightsabers are white. Yeah, she's right. she's neutral. Right, and she's a racist. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's not what it is. But that's also why she wouldn't train Grogu because she's right. not a Jedi. She's not part of the order anymore. Well, no, that's I thought she wouldn't not train him. Be, I thought she wouldn't train him because he was, he was kind of like in between, like kind of harnessing the dark well, side. Yeah, I mean, and, she's and like she mentioned his that feelings. she's like I've seen this before, you know, referencing Anakin, obviously because right. Anakin trained her. But it's like that's why she's not a Jedi because she didn't want anything to do with that anymore. She just she didn't. She I don't know. I don't it's, really know her her story arc well enough to <laughs> and that's that, great but, to figure yeah. out too because you know the with her 10 episode series coming out it's going to be interesting that's to see so how good. her story and goes she's yeah. more than more than likely going to die in that episode in those series in that series because um she's dead technically in episode nine because her voice is in that the voices that ray hears oh yeah yeah but mace she's technically dead but his voice was in there too so he's technically dead at that point too. Not How dead. do you know all those voices are dead Jedi's dead. though? How they can it, well that's a good point actually cuz they can still they can alive. still communicate with each that other through the force. Point. I didn't actually think about that but Thank you. you. Know. Thank you. Yeah, the, there is theories that Mace Windu didn't obviously die from the fall because obviously nobody that alone. falls in Star Wars ever right, dies. Yeah, yeah. I don't nobody think that either. falls. I mean like Sorry. Everybody was theorizing, like, oh, who's the, who's going to be the Jedi that comes to, you know, at the end of that last episode of The Mandalorian? I'm like, oh, well, first of all, it's going to be Luke, but it, oh, could, yeah. be, it could be Mace Windu, it Please. could be Ezra Bridger, it could be, you know, it had to be like Luke. four or five other Jedi that are yeah. technically still alive. But the I'm like, only it's one that Luke, was going to train Luke. them was going to be Luke. There's no question. But, it's like yeah. you watch people's reactions and they like they see the X-wing fly and they're like, "Who could that be?" I'm like, "It's Luke." I yeah. Know. <laughs> How, what, what do you mean? Can you what do you mean? mean? I know. Yeah, it's like... it, it take a scientist to go. Oh man. X-wing. <laughs> no, yeah. It is like, it's Luke. I mean, I knew it was going to be Luke like weeks before that that episode came yeah. out, but it's like. You still liked the the idea of like, oh, who could it be? You know, but yeah, it was still it was still the most epic moment of that season. Well, besides besides Ahsoka, because I really liked that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosario Dawson did a good job playing. She she killed it. It was amazing. I can't wait for her. And she's she's a brilliant actor. You know, any of her other films. But what I was gonna say is this: is like I was, I was in Florida. And my friend had not seen the last three episodes, and so uh, I just I just sat there watching him, and it was he was just like, "What? 
Same thing that Corey just said. Oh, who is it? Oh my! God. <laughs> it's gotta be Ahsoka. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's like, why would it be Ahsoka? She's the one that said no. Anyone who's a real <laughs> fan knows. You don't yeah. fly an X-wing if you don't fly X-wings. Right. When, when did you ever see Ahsoka fly an X-wing? Luke's been never. flying X-wings forever. That's like his mode of transportation. That's just what he has. Please. Yeah. That was his. That is his X-wing. And then when R2 <laughs> showed up, I was like, yeah. yeah, that was that was a nice little yeah. icing on the cake right there. So little. great. Yeah. So good, great. Man. And right. you know R2 knew who Grogu was because if Grogu was in the Jedi Temple, right. R2 right. knew him. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, we ain't taking this dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So let's take let's take a break for a second. Not I'm just gonna explain I, I've moved on from my beer diviner. You explain <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. All right. You do that. Diabetes. Be careful. Do we even, are you diagnosed, sir? He forgot to mute his microphone. Oh, God. He's going to, yeah, we're going to have Wait, to. Wait, hang on. I'll, I'll mute you. I'll mute you. Don't worry. Yeah, good, I, right. oh, thank you. <laughs> well, your listeners will thank you. Yeah, right? Oh, man. No, so I moved on to, actually, I kind of want Sam to hear this. So let's just take a pause and stop. We're back. And we all got a fresh one, except Corey. Yeah, but uh, he's old. He's old, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, Corey. Corey can't move much longer. He's gonna be sitting in that chair. He's gonna have wheels on, as you know what. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna be moving from room to room and just sitting everywhere he goes. He's a slow sipper. Sounds like a good time. A wheelie cart and a beer can holder to boot. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm. So I'm super excited about this one. I waited in, in line in my car for three hours for this for this can and a couple others that's too long but so this is i posted it on my instagram another one i tried their brown ale as a crowler but fiden's brewing is the most hype brewery in albany right now they people are driving from new jersey rhode island like you name it every single state you can think of in the east coast they are driving to albany new york to to get fiden's brewing so it was probably a line of like 200 cars or something ridiculous like that. Um, I almost gave up because I'm like, there's no way, there's no way you're going to have any cans left. But I'm so glad I didn't because I got everything I wanted. Um, but it's uh, it's called Mornings with Walter. It's a 13% Imperial Stout. Uh, it's with coffee, Uganda vanilla and Madagascar vanilla. And it's literally dessert in a can. It's like as thick as used motor oil. Honestly, that does sound delicious. I like vanilla, so yeah, it's 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 super sweet though. It's like it's yeah. such a slow sipper, and at thirteen percent, it's pretty lethal. Mm. I'm ending the night with this, obviously. <laughs> Bet you can't chug that. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, dude, I would puke. I would puke. I'm I'm a lightweight to begin with, and it is so thick. I'm not yeah. like it is so thick. <laughs> it's, it's listen. It's hard to be a veteran. That's why they screen people before they go into combat. You know where are we own. Oh, what do you and and it matches my shirt sort of. Oh look at that, adorable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Waited in line for three hours. I I also have another one of theirs. It's like a it's a ten percent triple IPA uh single hop with citra and that one i had that one today 
and that one was delicious. I still can't find that triple IPA Galaxy Cat one that I got that one time. I can't find it, and it was so good. I didn't like that one. Might be limited. Try it, Theodore Brown. Yeah, you left one in my house, and I had had it before that, anyways. Yeah, it was like nine point three percent. It wasn't my jam. It was. What do you, maybe it was ten point three. Yes. Usually, usually triples are at right. least. Right. Usually, triples are at least ten. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't like it because it was too much. <laughs> I just learned that actually that like because yeah. the only difference between single, double, and triple, so on and so forth, is the percentage. Right. Well, yeah. You know, Doubles listen, always at least eight, right? Yeah. Listen, think when so. you weigh ninety-three pounds, soaking wet with two rocks in your pockets, you're bound to be like, eh, it's my three rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what what you got what you got sam i just cracked a uh, a wizard which is a double ipa and it's burlington uh oh, burlington, burlington. company yeah so they, they make good stuff they make some interesting Dude, stuff. I, I i've tried their the other ones the one with the robot on it and then the one with the um i've had a few lines i can't remember off the top of my head i'd have to go back and check it out but very very tasty very, very tasty. i had one from them it was the weirdest thing and I cannot remember what they called it, but it was like drinking a can of bread. <laughs> yeah, it was the, it was the weirdest thing. I'll have to try to find it and, and send it to you. But um, you know, they used to make canned bread back when you were born. I know that, bro. Um, remember, remember the SpongeBob episode where Squidward gets tired of SpongeBob and Patrick, so he moves to the the Squidward community. That's what Corey's with, gonna do to me with all the Egg Island. <laughs> And he he has bread in a can for lunch every day. <laughs> oh, Honestly, okay. So, little multi grain IPA. That's what they one, call of, it. It one of one of our beer slash like chip guys. Okay, one of our beer like when I used to work at the deli, there was a distributor that used to come in like along with the beer guys and chip guys, and he had a pair of glasses. He looked like the guy for Breaking Bad. I was like, is he going to blow up my deli? And he would wear his glasses right here. I mean, well, it is interesting. Well, you're you talking about um, Brian Brian Cranston. I love Brian Cranston. He's the best man. It wasn't him. It was a different guy. But Are he was trying sure? to beat Brian Cranston. <laughs> Bro, like everybody knows him from Breaking Bad, but only the true Brian Cranston fran- friends. Here we go, fans. Only the true Brian Cranston fans know him for Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, of course. Please, Frankie Muniz is still a midget. Who knows? Who knows? Bro, I met Frankie Muniz. No way. Yes, I did. <laughs> Are you he, serious? Yeah, he's a tour manager for like some Rinky Dink band now. Really? I say Rinky Dink, but they were really good. It's a band called Astro Lasso, and they were, and they were opening up for uh, We the Kings. Wow, I haven't heard of either of those bands. They're really because I'm old. <laughs> They're like really lightweight, kind of like pop, poppy, not even punk, like pop, pop rock kind of. That doesn't Corey, sound like you know something I'd like. Kings is. Yeah, you probably you probably wouldn't like them, but they're. <laughs> Does they're it most... sound like Slayer? Then no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like Slayer. You like one song. I like like three songs. Loser. It's, it's more of a meme at this point. Oh yeah, it's a Corey meme for Corey sure. Corey used to come into our shows for no reason. We let we bring him up on stage and he wear the same stupid shirt that he cut the sleeves off like he was some sort of homeless person living in a trailer park like myself. Who's <laughs> here? <laughs> really? Get off do stage. We, you're just Sam, jealous, Sam. Do you even know? 
hold up. Do you even know what homeless means? Because you're a homeless person in a trailer park. It, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> homeless person, trailer park. Trailer park is know? a home. What do you know? No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I lived in less than a single wide and I was carving for scraps every day less while you were sitting in New York. Oh, I think the Cheerios are organic. Beep, beep, beep. No. <laughs> You don't know about me. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, no, absolutely not. I lived in a trailer for half my life. Get out of here. <laughs> Did the trailer I have I can't believe I can't believe have filtered water in it? I can't believe we're fighting over who is the who had the crappiest the childhood. <laughs> it was like had the trashiest childhood. Oh, <laughs> no, I had the crappiest trailer. I had oh, less God. than a single wide, and some guy bought it for like fifteen oh, grand, and we God. bought it for eight. What an idiot! <laughs> oh my gosh. No, less, like to, did they to, make to a less a, than a single wide? Was it a half wide? <laughs> <laughs> a three eighths wide? No, on the serious side for a second, like honestly, I loved living in that house. It was like, a lot of fun. Hey, I look, my own bathroom. Not a house. I grew up in a house. I know what a house is. Yeah, good. <laughs> unlike, like, unlike you poor people. <laughs> oh man. No, that it can't was, honestly, like it's funny, you know not not to get on a serious subject or anything like that but people talk about making money go for it man living living in a certain environment i can remember living in that house when i was younger and we it was some of the best times in my life you know just enjoying where you were It, it wasn't a question of like how much money you had or you know what kind of things that you had it's like you dealt with what you had absolutely it's about making the best of what you got exactly. yeah exactly man and yeah i can situation was it's like you know j- just me and my mom growing up it wasn't it was like it, it was basically her and i against the world you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. we, we just she took me everywhere even though it wasn't ideal she still went out of her way even though she didn't have the money even though she didn't have the time it's like we still went all these places together and that's how i met all these people yeah you know if if it wasn't for her and the life that we had when i was growing up i would never have had the friendships that i had guaranteed yeah honestly man being in that situation just like not having a lot of money it allows it allows you to be creative. And like, I just, that's what I remember about my dad is, or my stepdad, I should say, but he is, he's, he's, he's my dad, you know, uh, I never knew my right. dad. He probably but, um, took care of you. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. And I'm really thankful for that because like, we never had a lot of money growing up, but he always found a way to take us on really cool vacations, like not like extravagant, like we never flew to Europe or anything like that, but we always went like on these really cool like camping trips out in the middle of the nowhere or like finding these really cool lakes and taking us to the ocean. It's just like, it was small stuff like that. That was like the most memorable. And it's the reason I still love to camp today and like be yeah. adventurous and try different stuff, man. I didn't realize that about you. I, I didn't know that you grew up in a trailer. Like not my whole life, but like it slowly, <laughs> my dad's job slowly digressed because he was like, he was pretty high 
he worked for uh, Office Depot, like the corporate corporate Office Depot. Yep. And then they kind of they they went under slash like um, they just made a bunch of cuts. And like, it was like either he moved to Georgia and we had to pretty much like start a new life or quit. And he chose to quit because it would have been like crazy to move. And so it, he's had, he, and then he got like a decent job. And then it was like a slightly less decent job. And then, and it kind of just worked its way down. But I mean, he's, you know, they're, they're in a good place now, but it was, it was a while. Whereas it's like, funny. It's 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 so funny you talk about that, Cal. You know, and you know, I say this with the knowledge that my mother, you know, she she went from job to job, and then when I was old enough, I got a job as well, and I was the man of the house. But at the same time, you know, and, and you know, I I owe Corey a great deal because it's like I didn't have a certain amount of family. But then when I met Corey and I got, I got a chance to meet all these other people and form like this great conglomerate of people and, and really my family, the ones who I am around all the time, the ones who I talk to all the time, the ones I go for advice. It's like, you know, you don't realize what you have until you have it sort of thing. If that makes any sense. It's like, and and the same goes for the podcast it's like the ones who show up to do the show are the ones who actually are supporting you from day one yeah 100 percent. you know and and like you know we've talked about this on the podcast before but i was 17 when this whole thing started and Corey was there from day one i was like 112 at the time (laughs) Corey was 24 Five twenty six, when we met. Probably too old to be doing. No, doing. <laughs> no, because you're, because you're. Wait a minute, you're thirty two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've known math, you for nine. Math years. is hard. Yeah, yeah. I always judge that by my son because he's about to turn ten, and I think. Holy he, I mean, cow! I know he's gonna be ten this month. Um, wow. Yeah, I think I met you when he was like six months to a year, somewhere in that. Yeah, he's like six months. So, yeah. That was when he had an Instagram and he was trying to be famous. Who? You made an Instagram page for this kid. You yeah, still, it still exists, but it still exists. Really Why don't you post on that thing or something? Do something. Because <laughs> he's, he's page is just sitting there like, he. <laughs> he was cuter then. <laughs> Mature. Uh, not getting the views. <laughs> Cal, have you uh, have you started to uh, like think about writing more songs or, or, or you know record more for the band? Yeah, honestly, um, it's been a slow process because we've all had stuff that we've been going through, and it's like it kind of just like never stops. Like when we're ready to get together socially i have to say this, socially distance and safe and all that jazz like our space is huge we can be safe um and um we'll make a plan and then something will come up like steve's gotten hurt multiple times um because he's an old man and he gets hurt easily <laughs> I, I love you steve even though you're never going to listen to this <laughs> 
Um, put a bubble around that guy. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, man. Um, and then Jonas had a few things he's going through. And then I had a few things I was going through and then we kind of just took turns, but, um, like Indigo is almost done. It is so stinking close and we just have to send it out for mixing and mastering, but it's like, like that's the name of the album. Indigo. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's the first song. Performed it. Where were you? Yeah, no, it's, it's the, usually the first song. Probably drunk. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's usually, it's usually the first song that we play. Um, it's a good song. I probably know it. I just yeah, yeah. It's it's been like a year since I've seen you guys. Yeah, watch, honestly, so. yeah. It's been it's yeah, been that's a long a fact. time. Really? Yeah. It's been it's it's been a long time. But um, no. So, but the, this Sunday because I don't really watch football and neither does Jonas. Um, we're gonna try to finish it up, and but we're still working out like log- logistics on what. We we're talking about this earlier, but I, I don't know if we're gonna do an EP or if we're just gonna, you know, full throttle it and do an album and just bust our way through it. Cause we kind of do have a process down. Like it's like half remote and half like we, we go in person and and get it done what we need yeah. to. Um but it's 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 moving forward now. It was really it was really slow. Yeah, well it's good to for hear a while. I'm I'm really excited to hear what you guys have going because yeah it's time it's time for a new album honestly man (laughs) me too and we we do have a bunch of stuff in the works we have we have some merch going um some different some new ideas Mm -hmm. because um we've been running the the butterfly and the robot head t-shirt t-shirts for too long (laughs) by the way Um, send me the uh, links for your march you know and how you oh yeah i never really answered that question but um so for bruise round table or bruise the review um even though it's a it's obviously a beer channel and podcast and uh page and all that i'm going to do custom flasks <gasps> Ooh. Nice. so you got I'm really, way too excited about that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no they're really sick like, jim beam apple <laughs> i got it <laughs> i just got i just got a like a mock-up of the company i'm working the 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 problem i had is like i i started to make designs through printful Mm. which i've talked about which we talked about but i started to really hate their their quality yeah no their quality's trash i after you told me about printful i got some stuff done by them and i did not like it yeah yeah so i'm uh, and honestly the big thing with me i said it a million times i'll say it again is i want to support local companies as much as possible especially wild turkey yeah <laughs> i got it for free i got it for free <laughs> and i switched over me i don't drink whiskey and so somebody gave it to me i was like oh this is pretty good me and this guy. i do like a good bourbon once in a while but i just don't drink i don't drink spirits that much i haven't had bourbon in so long um but yeah anyways Jim so Beam co- is a bourbon it's custom <laughs> Bourbon Please. is whiskey. Bourbon is whiskey. Why are you, yelling? Why are you yelling? I'm right here. It says whiskey right on the bottle. It doesn't say it's bourbon. It's a bourbon. Bourbon is whiskey. It's a type of whiskey. It's a type of whiskey. Scotch is a type of whiskey. Um, yeah, I don't remember any others. Like I said, I don't drink whiskey, but yeah. Anyways, anyways. So I'm doing custom flasks. Shut up, Corey. And they're... Um, 
they're looking really sick. Fatty. And we're gonna do we're gonna do glasses. I haven't figured out. I haven't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is why we don't do podcasts together because I hate you. I agreed. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, so I'm sorry. I, you were talking. It's all good. It's all good. We're we're a couple beers in at this point. It's kind of it's lost it. uh, a few enough. No, um, I, I really do want to get some merch for the podcast. Like, I, and you know what? I'll ask you guys that same question. Like, I mean, you guys have seen the show as far as like the YouTube channel goes and and everything else. You know, if you look at the cover art, whether you listen to Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple or, or whatever it may be, you know, you see that sort of front picture with me in front of the candles and everything. Should I make that the shirt or should I do something completely different? I'm Change kidding. it. Change Definitely it. Definitely different. What, what should Get I Get rid of that picture in general. Me, give me. No. <laughs> talk to. No, talk to, Like, uh, as on a serious. Give me some ideas for, a, give me, for some merch. What should I On do? a serious note, man, like, let's, like, honest, like, off, off off the record and like re- just you and me or whatever let's let's talk logos and stuff man because i i made all the logos for my stuff like not that i'm an expert but like if you ever ever want to like get some opinions but honestly man like just just create a logo mm-hmm. um it's something that represents the podcast and you and it's cool like just like a you know something dope design it's, pretty much it's gonna you know? be difficult because you know there's so many things that i go into in detail about and talk about like you know i talk about i talk about brewing companies i talk about music i talk about star wars right. i talk about comedy you know it's yeah. just a whole sort of entertainment thing you know i i just would like to get some input as far as as far as a logo i have some ideas i'm gonna text them to you later really so, i have a thought te- you're, you're no gonna- you're gonna text me? Probably not. I'm gonna forget. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Th- th- there's there's some ways you can go with it too, man. And what I was saying, especially with like the Bruise Round Table, man, as I'm being very selective on the stuff I release, and it's gonna be in small quantities too. Not to be like some like I don't want it to be like oh limited edition that kind of thing. I just one one part I don't want to buy like 200 t-shirts and mm-hmm. sell. Right. two of them right. it's <laughs> For... logo. like it's it's just so cool looking oh thanks man but yeah like um but i also want to do like specialized stuff because i just think that's cooler than everybody's got their t-shirts everybody that has an instagram has a merch it, you know, everybody that has a professional podcast instagram whatever you name it or a brand of some sort they have t-shirts and it just like n- nobody wants like five thousand t-shirts in their closet you know what i mean but but if you have something different that appeals to the audience that you're that you're trying to represent and trying to attract, people are going to buy that. I mean, not that I not that I won't do T-shirts at some point in the future, but like doing the flasks, I'm going to work with. Um, I got a couple of companies in mind that I've I've, I've been kind of in contact with. Like, um, there's one called I think it's called Small Glass or a Small Batch Glass. I think. And they make like really dope, really dope um, beer glasses. Like um, you've probably, you guys have probably seen the one with um, Grogu, and he's holding the lightsaber. And then on the other side, it's got like a Darth Maul Grogu kind of. Yeah. Weird. I really, I'm like, I'm in love with that glass. I love that glass. 
um, and that was by him too. And um, he did the, I have this little tiny ones called the mushroom glass. I bought it cause I thought it'd be bigger, but it's really cool. It's like a little mushroom glass, but he does like really dope designs and really weird, weird shapes as well. So I'm going to be, I'm hopefully I can, you know, I can do something with him. Yeah. I mean, when, when you get glasses done, I definitely want one of those. So <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. My dad has a, a sandblaster. So, Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, if we want to do something like that, maybe the three of us could figure out the situation where we, Oh, that would, that would be great. Because can... I have a, actually I have a friend of mine who is local that makes, you know, decals so we can put them yeah. on glasses and I, and I could, I could shoot them if, if you'd like. Yeah, dude, let's talk about that for sure. Because yeah. if I, you know, I support somebody local and somebody that obviously, you, you know, you know, we can, we can, yeah, we can 100%. even do some kind of collab between the two podcasts and make something cool. We should, for sure. We really should. And, you know, make, awesome. CR, make CRC sort of a, uh, a supporter endorsed sponsor make him a sponsor i'm just gonna come out and say i like these this is cool yeah right. <laughs> buy one but i might do i might do hats i might do hats too like because i always like a good snapback Talk to Corey to about that hat thing because his hats are phenomenal i still have yeah, mine I, had, hanging up. I, I had somebody that i know do my hats okay so. yeah I mean, they're not necessarily super local but you know what i but the the thing i like it's like I don't mind the extra work because I'm 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 currently like working on building the web my Bruiser Reviews website and also the Footy Films, but I'm making the shopping page. I don't mind doing more work and having to ship them out and all that mm. if it means getting the best product from each company has to offer. I really am coming to despise co- uh, like um, companies like T-shirt Spring and Printful. And these one does it all shops because they might have a couple products that are decent, but then the rest of the products are absolute mm-hmm. garbage. And I'd rather support a local a local company that does something particular special and just buy it from all these places and put it in my shop and have the best of everything. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Corey's business and from a little bit like if is there. Is there any uh, projects in the works as far as CRC goes? Yeah, definitely, uh, man. Not, not much. I mean, I got a couple going, but nothing crazy right now. I've kind of been working on other projects. Got other things going on, but nothing, no orders. I was designing a base the other day. I've actually been kind Ooh. of talking to Jonas a lot because he's like yeah. the one person that's always like, when you're building a base, when you're building a base, mm-hmm, I want a base. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm trying. I drew one that I don't hate. I drew like a full scale model of it. And I don't hate it. I might make it. He just, <laughs> the thing with him is he doesn't even want you to ask him what he wants. He just wants you to. No, make I know. And that kind of drives me a little nuts. Cause like, <laughs> I, like for whatever reason, I can, I can draw a guitar. Yeah. I can draw a bunch of them and I'll be like, oh, I like that. That's cool. It'll make it. Whatever. I've drawn like several bases. And I'm like, I hate this. This is trash. I don't know. Oh, you should I, just I, make make my guitar design into a bass. The, the problem fact is the fact is is like like when you when you think about what Corey does, it's like he was the bass player throughout I know. the entire, yeah, yeah, entire course funny. of his whole thing. I know so a lot of people very, have said that. It's like when it comes to his designs, it's like he's very like particular and articulate when it comes to what he wants as a base for himself. 
that's yeah that's true what it is it's like yeah. everybody asks me like why haven't you built a base yet you're a base player I'm like i don't know <laughs> i don't have an answer for that because just, it's right. it's literally going to take it's, forever it's too yeah. close it's maybe too close to home for me like i do want something point. that i like right I don't, I don't know it's it's really really difficult base designs are different though like yeah it's yeah. true yeah. like i did actually the one i drew i'll send you a picture of it later but um yeah the one i drew I, like i took the template i have for your guitar and i just kind of elongated it and just changed a few curves here and there because a bass is just inherently bigger than a guitar yeah right so like right. the body has to be bigger because the scale length is bigger like the where they put the bridge on the body is so much further towards the back end of it like you have to have so much more material there to work with so like it's just it's a bigger design and every time i draw something it ends up being really small and i don't know why yeah <laughs> like every time i draw something i'm like I know I, why. it needs to be bigger <laughs> shut up um <laughs> <laughs> i know where you're going with that um but like maybe it is because i like I'm a, i have a small frame i'm a smaller person and like if you you're playing a big <laughs> three s uh, es335 is like you know dustin's guitar that yeah, Gibson he yeah, has, right it looks right. ridiculous on him because he's oh, not yeah. exactly a big person either but um some people just love that though i hate yeah. i hate semi hollows for yeah, that reason they're just too big and they it makes dustin look shorter sorry dustin yeah it look, <laughs> makes him look pretty tiny honestly You're the same height he's like an inch shorter than me by the way, as a side point, you know, not to detract from what we're talking about, but uh, Corey has agreed to come in on this project, Cal, that we have discussed. I, did? I don't recall doing that. Wait, wait, <laughs> what project? Oh, 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 the the documentary? He's agreed to come and I? I, I asked him personally. I gave him a phone call. I said, did I put this in writing? Because I don't remember. Doing I said, I, <laughs> yeah, I hope you just realized you put your you put your life on the line. So. Be on a serious, be on the serious side. For a no, second. no, no. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I said, I said, I asked Corey personally because he's the one that started this thing with me from the beginning. I, I asked him if he would like to come in and do some bass parts. And Oh, that. Help. Yeah, now I remember that. Okay. I, I, I would like him to be a part of, you know, this project that me and Cal have. And yeah. if, if, if there's any point, you know, where him and I are recording and Corey would like to come in on it, it would be an honor for me to have him be a part of the process. Yeah. Slap Definitely a little bass. Slap a bass. Slapping it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. What do you think? Should we wrap this up? It's been like... Let's wrap it up. Yeah, dude, it's like 10 o'clock. It's way past my bedtime. <laughs> Corey's oh, 35 man. years old. 312. <laughs> but who's counting? I'm just getting His started, man. Was like two hours ago. I have to be up at like five, so, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know. <laughs> That's it? Oh, look at Sam over here. He just doesn't right. sleep. I put the boxes on the truck at four o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I'm the reason that you're in work, pal. If it weren't for me, you would have no wood to work. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> look, sure that's the, not how it works. But. Look, if if you decided you didn't want to put the boxes in the truck, they would just get another Momo, another <laughs> trick or treat nonsense guy to I'm put the wrong, boxes in the wrong. truck. I have seniority. They replaced me. <laughs> Oh, by the way, check this out. Ugh. So a driver, as a as kind of a side point here, a driver that's been there for 16, 17 years just got fired 
for testing positive for traces of THC. Good times. That's it. Fired. That's Pension crazy. Gone. Everything wow. gone. So bad is not in Massachusetts. Well, actually, you'd probably still get fired. It, but... It's it's more of a company wide. It, it's, yeah, it's a UPS yeah. union thing, but he's completely so, right. gone. So is that like a, That's crazy, there a no tolerance policy? Something um, like that. Like I think most. I mean, I think if it's it's different if you're a driver, but if if you're part of like my shift and you know the overnight shift, it's they don't they don't test for anything like that. So they're not really looking for who's going to be out on the road because you're not out on the road. The drivers, on the other hand, who are delivering all these packages and are out on the road, they're a little bit more concerned. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they just get randomly tested because when I worked with uh, Southwest, that we were in a union. I forgot but, that you did that. Yeah. Oh, did you, hate. like, wreck a plane? <laughs> Stop no. it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I did. I get blamed for I got blamed for it. And I just uh, that's not why I quit. But I saw I kind of saw the corruption. And I like I loved I, I don't want to talk bas- bad about Southwest. I just hated my station. And Southwest is a great is a great airline i love i love southwest i like when i get it always get a chance to i fly with them um still but but i honestly i just i just hated the job to be honest it just wasn't for me because albany was like a super senior station and i wasn't i was like i talked to the guys that got into it at the same time as me and they're still working overnights and the thought of me working overnights that's disgusting two nights later two years past when i started is like the most sickening thought in the world even if it meant like free trips which we i can't even take trips right now i mean i could but it's like it's not even worth it yeah but what do you mean it's not worth it what are you talking about can't go anywhere there's nowhere Uh, to go Oh yeah, you can't go anywhere. Tell yeah. you what, let me tell you something, okay? Went to Florida twice, came back oh, each God. time, nothing happened. You Look, man. Lucky. And then I and then I filmed one wedding and I got I got the COVID. Right. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> it's always the people that are being careful and like trying their best Honestly, not to get man. it that get it, and then people like Sam that fly to Florida, they're fine. Yeah. But like to end this on a serious note, because I don't want to. We've probably offended five million people by now, at but least. Um, at least <laughs> you might not care. But I, eventually. I care about my I care about my listeners. You know the ten, the, <laughs> no, the, the five people that listen to this podcast, the trick or treat savages that have no idea what we're talking about. But, by the um, way, the oldest World War II veteran was 108 years old, and he still smoked cigars and ate ice cream every day. Okay, of his life. all right. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I don't know. But no, no, seriously. Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, it means you actually like care Love about this guys. podcast for sure. And on a serious note, anybody that's effect, been affected by this and or has loved ones that's been, you know, it, you know, this virus, nobody really knows anything and it, it's affects, it affects everybody severely different. So there's no disrespect to the people that, you know, have, have either gotten severely sick or died from this virus. Thankfully, yeah. You know, um, you know, I've gotten it. My wife has gotten it, but it's you know, thankfully we were lucky enough to get mild symptoms and we're out into the into the world again. But absolutely, you know. and, and and you to go along with what Cal's saying, you know, in, in all seriousness, I 
I may make jokes. I may say stupid things, but uh, I hope everybody's happy and healthy. And um, yeah, you know, it, 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 it can be, it can be a very, very serious thing. And, um, you know, thankfully from what I've read today, uh, the cases are going down every day. Yeah. Well, they're, they're starting to um, distribute the vaccine to around. Here, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Well, from, from what the CDC has said, you know, as far as today go, like this, this just popped off today. The CDC has actually announced that, you know, the, the reason that the cases are dying down is because people are actually developing antibodies right. to fight this thing. Unless, cool. you know, morphs to get into it. We got a new strain and, you know, <laughs> hey, we all die. let's think positive. <laughs> Corey, Sorry, I can't do that. It's not who I am. I oh, tried God. to say something nice and then you had to jump in there like a, a diving board and ruin everything go. that I'm saying. That's what I do best. So yeah, right. it's been real. It's been fun, but not real fun. <laughs> <laughs> No, but hope everybody's, you know, honestly, you know, hope everybody's doing well and, you know, Absolutely. we'll, get, we'll yes. get through this I thing. I hope everybody's okay. My, my, my biggest, my biggest thing I've been saying is, uh, what, what are we, 40, 44 days until spring? Something like that. I know it doesn't, it makes people happy. All right. Cause it's, yeah, it's, no, it, it seems doable almost. <laughs> yeah. Not that the, the spring is a magical time that everything disappears, but at least it's warmer in spring. It's and at least it means depressing. you can, you can go outside and not freeze your bananas off. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You, know, you but, know what, as not to, not to interrupt my friend, Mr. Yeah. here, but we're, we're um, to end on a positive note, we're going to get through this, all of us. We really are. And when this is over, we're going to go back to concerts, as Corey spoke about earlier. We're going to go back to uh, we're going to go back to real life and everything's going to be OK. Absolutely, man. But yeah, on that note, thank you, guys. Honestly, this is this Thanks has been equally the most unstructured Bruce Roundtable <laughs> podcast, but the most fun I've had in a while. But I haven't recorded one of these and. This is the first one I've recorded in 2021, so you hey. guys should feel special. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you don't lose the audio this time. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, honestly, guys, thank you. It, it's been a ton of fun. And yeah, Cal, you're the greatest, my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you for Thanks, doing man. this. I yeah, appreciate you having sure. me on. And for Corey, sure. I know he's not going to tell you anything because he's just, you know, but if I could speak for him, he does love you very much, even though he would never say that. <laughs> You're right. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> oh, man. No. I have to speak for him because what is wrong with my camera? <laughs> there goes his camera again. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. All right, guys. This has been another Bruiser on Table podcast, and we will see you next week as always. 